this is your, your Alright, um, actually, I'm gonna get an Insta photo real quick. Let's do it. Um, Alright, the, pod- the podcast is underway. Fuck it, we got it recorded. Um, let me get the Insta photo real quick of you two. Ready? One, two, three. Alright. What's up, guys? We're back. Another shot of the show. Podcast. Um, today we got Ben Reed. What up? What up? We got Andrew Buckley. What up, y'all? And these two are like two of my good homies, man. Good skate buddies and just real-ass people that I enjoy. So, we had them on today. Um, we were going to originally do it at the skate park, but, uh... It's too fucking loud at the skate park. I don't know how I didn't think of that. I must be retarded. What not, what not. Coffee's good? It's hot. It's hot, I bet. Did you stir it up? Oh, yeah. It's got that brown raw sugar, the good shit, Buck. This the real shit? The good shit. That's good. You should know. You know the good shit. Oh, you hear that? Whose phone? I blame him. Oh, it's my phone. Did you hear that, though? Yeah. What does that mean? It was like interference with the mic. Oh, got you. It's like my either one of our phone is fucking from out of space and super powerful, and that's what that is. You're right. You need to trust All right, um, we got no Ramsey today because Ramsey's a missing bitch ass. Bitch ass. Yeah. <laughs> he could he couldn't make it. He couldn't make it today. He didn't make it on the last. No, he was on the Patties hot dog when we did Patties. He was on that one, but the one before that he wasn't on it either. Dude, I still haven't gone to Patties. I want to. Yo, that. let's go. Dude, let's I fucking go. Him on Instagram today. Not t- not today, but let's go because yeah, it's fucking so good, dude. I'm down. Have you you never been? No, but Mr. McGonagall kills it. Pat is a man. Pat is the man. All right, we got we got to speak up too, just because I it's like. He's quiet. You're quiet. You get I'm, I'm quiet. There you Talking. go. <laughs> Say it with your chest, man. <laughs> <laughs> now Pat's the man for sure. Um, these are supposed to be commercials. So, uh, Solstice Skate Shop. As you guys already know, if you listen to the podcast, um, Buckley's actually rocking the hoodie right now. NBMA, um, New Bedford, Massachusetts. Been around for I want to say 16 years, going on 17. Can Is you that... imagine having a skate shop running that long? She's not. Is that like the anniversary tonight that they're having that thing, or is that just a party? That I think they just like want to have pizza and skate sure, or something. Sure. How long has the Edge been around? It would be, well, it's 2002, I believe. So what's the math on that? It's 12 years? Cause it's 2014 yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, I started going a year after they opened, so. Yeah, by the end of, the, by the end of this year, I believe it would be 12. <sighs> Crazy. I can't imagine, like... I, I want to. I want to have a business that running that long, but it's crazy to picture having something that's just, like, sustainable for Especially 15, park, 16 years, 12 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah the industry in skateboarding yeah. is fucking insane. But we had other skate parks in Mass where they all went out. Yeah. Um, I can't think of names. Skater's Island's gone. The Green Green Greenside. That one's gone. Eight Ball was gone. yeah, yeah. yeah. They come and go. A lot, dude. This is like the longest one, dude. Yeah. Except Rye Airfield, if you wanted to call it, consider New Hampshire. <laughs> How do you feel about Rye? Have you been there? Corporate. <laughs> That's the yeah, I do. I remember <laughs> everyone had to wear helmets and shit. <laughs> helmets, pads, everything. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, you put the pads. I know, I've been there, but uh, 
I got special treatment when I went because I was pro and I teach skate camp, so I didn't have to wear shit. Dude, we RV tripped it to Rye, actually. Not about Hell yeah. Barboza drove it. Went to Water Country, Rye, Airfield. Barboza the dad or son? Bar- the dad drove it. <laughs> Mr. Barboza. In the RV, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Funnest trip, though. Um, okay, so Solstice is fucking done, that commercial. Go to that skate shop. It's awesome. There's no problemo right there. Um, Patty's Hot Dog uh, Shop is right there, too. All skateboarder run and owned, which is fucking awesome. Um, more people need to do that. I'm saying we need to do that in New Bedford. People need to open up. Whose phone, you motherfucker? We need people like skateboarders need to open up shit. You know what I mean? Like Dicky J should open up like an art store or something down in like fucking the green or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, New Bedford, right next to the Solstice, there's a there's a dude who sells his art and he has his own studio right there and he sells enough to pay his bills and like do what he likes to do. We need to do that in New Bedford. That's what I'm saying. Um, next sponsor, All I Need. Um, Real exciting time with All I Need. Uh, a lot going on. We got a promo video coming out. We're going to actually put it out with the Ride channel. Super excited. Um, we're going to start making decks. This is oh, probably yeah. the first time yeah, I've actually said it besides to the homies. Um, yeah, we're going to start making decks, man. There's going to be two pro models to start with. Um, me, I'll have one, of course. And then we're working on another rider right now, talking to uh, some people. Um, and yeah, we're just gonna be fucking awesome. It's so cool, man. Um, it's kind of like a natural progression. Like, I kind of thought all I need would always end up making boards. Like, it just makes sense. It's like, been doing the sponsored thing for so long. It's like, I've learned the ups and downs of how to build a brand. I, I've, I've ridden for some of the biggest brands in skateboarding, Birdhouse, New York, World Industries. They've all done great. And they, and they all like, uh, I've learned a lot. I've just learned a lot from those brands and like what to do and what not to do, especially, you know what I mean? So I'm just taking fucking 10 years of experience of working with skateboard brands and just going to put it into our own shit. All I need, you know what I mean? And I'm fucking super hyped because there's nothing in this area like that. We have the edge, like to throw big contests and to support it. We got solstice. We got a good foundation, the whole North Northeast, you know what I mean? We got it locked down and there's nothing going on. So I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, you know, we got the kids are all hyped. Everything. Yeah, we worked real hard. Like basically, I took World Industries money. I wrote for World Industries for four years, and I took their money and I put it into all I need, and I started making all I need. I did apparel at first, just hats, t-shirts, stuff like that, just small, small scale, like da da da, you know. And so basically, I took like a corporate company, like World Industries, took their money and started a core skate brand. Like that's infiltrating the fucking devil, you know what I mean? So like transfer that fucking money to something really sick where we can all create rad shit and just have input and like skater own skater run and a lot of heart into it and, but we need help from you guys i know the people out there listening to the podcast like skate shop owners and just people out there man I, I need we need your support man because uh you guys feel it just like us you know all i need is skateboard and i know you guys all feel the same so you know, if you could help support the brand in like any which way, you know, that that would really help us out. It'd, it'd just be really sick to have something in this area and have it grow, you know what I mean? And like, it's just from my heart to yours. So, um, yeah, that's the end of the commercials. Um, I want to get into fucking Meek Mill. That's where I want to start the show. I want to get into Meek Mill. Wait, wait. That's the start. How would you describe, let's go, let's go into Ben right now. How would, what type of hip hop? That's not hip hop. What do you like? What, what, what is? Give me top top three artists in your opinion. Top three. Yeah, scoot forward and speak into the mic because we want to hear your beautiful voice. Oh, dude, I was waiting for this. Top <laughs> top three. Let's just get it out there. It would be Styles P. Fuck yeah. It would be Biggie. Fuck yeah. 
mean, top three, I mean, to do top three is hard. All right. You know, it's a, like, you got Big L, you got Nas, you got so many. What was your first album? First hip-hop album you got into? Was hip-hop the first music you listened to? No. I was, like, into alternative rock when I was really young. <laughs> you yeah, were... <laughs> me, me too, though. Like, free middle school and shit. What, yeah. What's that? What, what's alternative rock? Like, what's, like, a uh, band or like something? Like, Incubus and shit. Really? That's alternative, but, like... Like... Incubus and shit. Like tool? Corn? Is nah, that... not that. That's too hard. Like, you know, Warped Tour? Warped Tour? No, I never been. I went to Warped Tour. I regret it to this day when I went. Whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> I'd go to a Warped Tour today. There's so, good, there's so many good rappers, though. Then what What was that? What got you into hip-hop for me? Like, let's paint a picture for the people out there. Picture Ben. Long hair. Mascara under his eyes. <laughs> Feeling kind of angry at the world, right? Kind of angry, misunderstood. Listening to Incubus. Devil Is that, did I say it right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> What got you into hip-hop? <laughs> I can't even tell you. It's probably just, like, just growing into it. I don't know, maybe being in the skate scene a little bit, being influenced by other people, too. Fuck yeah. yeah. Do you remember the first hip-hop you heard that was like, this is what I like? Because oh, I remember mine. Hard. I remember, I just remember Big a lot on Fuck the radio yeah. from back in the day, 97. There's shit. no one yeah. like Big. Yeah. 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 That's probably what got me into it. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> mine was Wu-Tang. Yeah. 36 that's, Chambers. That's, yeah. Uh... Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. That was the one, dude. I would play that so loud, and, like, my mom and my whole family, I would be bumping it, like, <laughs> 10 at night. Like, as a little kid, I was, like, 13. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, and they're yelling at me. Turn it off. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Just, like, the little rebellious bastard kid. Yeah. All right, Ben. Buckley. <laughs> what was your first hip-hop album? These are two generational things. That's why we're talking about hip-hop, and we like to all debate it. So, for the people that don't know what we're talking about. Like, the first hip-hop album that I actually bought. What got you into hip-hop music? I, I'd say the whole skate scene area. Like, it transformed from alternative into hip-hop. I mean, I can't say exactly what it was. I mean, maybe it was that whole rebellious thing, because your parents were like, oh, it's rap, it's crap, like, you don't listen to that. But then you decide, no, I'm going to listen to it anyways. And you just kind of grow on it. I mean, not saying, like, I can relate to all of it, but you start growing on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I fuck with it. I back it, like, the stories they tell, and then uh, that just got me into it. The first album I had... Yeah, what was the first song or album that got you into it? That you heard or someone played for? It's so tough. It's tough to I say, because I never really bought, like, a He's CD like Vanilla before. Ice. No, this is not Vanilla Ice. Like, <laughs> if I tell you, like, it was... The first album that I remember going to the store buying was probably the new Young Jeezy album. I haven't bought an album since that. Damn. And I went and bought that. And that's, that, like, that's a whole... That's a new generation thing. That's, that's like, like, really recent. Thing. It is different. Like, you talk about, like, Big L, Biggie, so I know who they are, but when I was growing up, I never listened to any of that. Yeah, like, but I was also born in 1990, but it's not like I was born in the 80s. I mean, they were... True, they were yeah. What makes that music too. so good? The hip-hop from that era. Um, from that era. What, what makes it different from the new generation of hip-hop? Oh, that's easy. That's like... <laughs> I feel like it takes way more skill. Like, from back in the day, uh, the stories they told while rhyming. People nowadays and rappers nowadays talk a lot about materialistic objects. Money, bitches, hoes, cars, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the same old, same old repetitive bullshit. The shit that sells on the radio, man. It's the materialistic society. Like, you say that, like... I, f- I feel like that. I feel like what what you're saying. Perfect. I I agree completely. And I feel like hip hop started as something that like it started as dance and like just like celebration yeah. and like people were like the boogie down Bronx and like it was like an art form, you know. And then it went from that to like Jazz, art. You know yeah, Jazz, it did. Right. And then it went from that to what we grew up on, which was like 
thug life violence like it turned aggressive like you know biggie stories where it's yeah. like real and especially when Pac came out Pac was swinging oh yeah too, yeah <laughs> so like but that was like real when they rap you know what they're saying is real yeah yeah and then now it's turned into less about telling your life story what you have it's what more about it's one. more about knowing that you can make a money off of doing hip hop so you just start to like try to create a product to reach everyone not necessarily having to tell the truth not necessarily relaying real life shit just trying to please everyone so you can sell a good product so you can get put on and get out of the ghetto yeah. that's how i feel i mean don't get me wrong there's good hip hop still like i like yeah, meek mills I think you, you guys, like both of you, I give you both credit that got me into the older stuff, like the Nas, the Styles P, the Jada Kiss, like some old Jay Z stuff. That was you guys that got me into all that stuff too. So you I, can't, you can't, you can't realize what the people today are biting unless you go back and unless look. you go back. You and know, then when I, I go mean? back and look, and I can hear it today, like they're trying to bite some of the same stories. And you're yeah. like, wow, they're either like, biting or inspired, yeah, however you want to look at it. it. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, <clears throat> I get, I get hyped on the old stuff now, like Styles P, like the whole locks, like it's awesome. Yeah, and that yeah. was. All right, word association for Ben, just because I want to do this and it's fun. I'm going to name an artist, just first word that comes to mind, all right? Oh, man. Drake. Shitty. <laughs> Horrible. Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do know. That was perfect. Um, uh, Lil Wayne. Pop. Singing. Yep. Sell out. Sell out. Used to be good. What was the albums? What's some good Little Wayne like, albums? Even like his mix, some of his old mixtapes are good. I don't care what anybody says. Like his old mixtapes, like the No Sins mixtape back in the day was good. Then yeah, he ended up going auto tune, materialistic. Yeah. Then he starts infiltrating the skateboard scene, and then yeah, we'll just stop it from there because we'll get into it's a lot downhill. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. But though, Car- Carter Two though, that like a uh, hustle music and stuff. Dude, the like, Carter Two was so good. good. So even Carter Three, there was good shit on that, dude. The opening track yeah. on Carter Three, I forget what it's called, but it was so good. I, I see. This is what. This is what we always talk about, like, because Buckley always, like, he likes some newer shit and more mainstream type stuff, which is fine. For sure. And Ben's more, like, core, keep it to, like, what he likes and what's truthful for him and, like, what he likes. And it's core shit, usually. And I'm the middleman, I feel. Because antagonizing. No, I'm not. In- <laughs> I'm not antagonizing. You gotta see where I'm coming from, though, with the new mainstream stuff. Go ahead. Tell I, us. I have to. I don't say I have to. Like, I go to my like school parties and stuff all the time still, and that's the shit they're listening to. So if I'm gonna fit in and bump around, all of you know, like I gotta know the new music too. So I go and bump around with them. But if I'm by myself in my car, I want to listen to more poetry rap, if you want to call it like that, the Nas, that kind of shit, like that I can vibe to better. Do you want to know what I just heard? I, 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 I don't want to hear it. I, what he said was one thing, but what I heard was, if I want to get laid at a party, it, yeah, I need true. to be able to bump and grind and true. hear some and shit and relate to it. Exactly. And I can't knock out. that hustle. That's I did that, the same that's thing. That's my mentality when you go to the party. Like, <laughs> I have to stand out here, dude. If I have to wear my Burberry shirt at the party, fuck it, you know? I'm going for it, you know? Balls deep. But, but I mean, when I'm back in my car, though, I know what I'm going to put on. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be Jeezy. It's going to be the locks. It's going to be Nas. That's what it's going to be. I'm not going to play at the party, though. If I'm an iPod control Because you know They're not gonna get it I've tried that A million times I've tried that a million You go somewhere There's a bunch of people That like Are there drunk And they probably Aren't very deep thinking And you put on some shit And they're like What the fuck is this I gotta play Chief Keef Just to get them To listen to me (laughs) I don't even know What that is God bless you Gazuntite. Gazuntite. What's Chief Keef Chief Keef It's hip hop The the, Yeah The dude who um, 
height can't explain him, dude. You know Chief Keef. He sucks. Dude, he's the one who did the science, like, a snitch, nigga, that's that shit, I don't. Oh, yeah. He did the original, but then I think Kanye jumped on it, too. You might know that one. I probably heard that one. Yeah, but he did the original. I got to play that just to get some other dude's vibe into it, because that's what's popular these days. I I feel like, um... I think the dude's retarded, though, honestly. I think he has something wrong with him. Probably. He's been to jail. He he sucks. A lot of people that get into rap and skateboarding, for that matter, are fucked. (laughs) (laughs) To begin with, you know what I mean? I was. When I got into skateboarding, I think the reason it turned me on was because there was so much dysfunction in it. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. There is dysfunction. Yeah, you seen that? This thing leaks. It's not leaking from, like, the outside. It's this condensation build up on my skylight. I seen you looking. Um... How's the coffee? It's good and strong. Yeah, it's good shit, though. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Well. I can it's taste good. that sugar, dude, that good sugar. Yeah, it's the good shit, for sure. Sure, Columbia. Um, I was going to... I had a point about music. Columbia. I, sometimes I look at music, and I look at what an artist is doing, and I and uh, I look at his career. Like, uh, we were kind of talking about Meek Mills, and he was like... He, ben was saying that but you yeah, can't compare him yeah, to the yeah. greats. But then again, okay, so... If you're going to talk about his career and what he's forming, is Meek Mill really forming his career or is he a puppet for a corporate? Somebody and tells him what he can and what he can't do. Because when Meek Mill first came out, it was Meek Mills. Now all of a sudden he can't even have the S at the end of his name. It's Meek Mill now. If okay, Cassidy. If you don't believe okay. me, don't Why Cassidy said that? Cassidy it's a diss? Well, it's true, though. Yeah, yeah, but what if that's just it the decision he made? What if true. he goes, okay, it's more profitable if I drop the S? It's more marketable. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, and I definitely doubt that Meek Mill would be the one that would be like, oh, it's more marketable. Definitely Rick Ross or whoever is part of that record label is the one who is thinking the marketable side. That was going to be my question. Who does he skate for? I mean, rap yeah. for? Uh, fucking. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, but whoever's yeah, whoever But my, my point is, what if someone was like, all right, you had Meek Mills, if you just dropped the S, you might sell some more albums. I would probably drop the S. If, yeah, if you ask that question. It's I, not a big difference between Meek too. Mill and Meek Mills to me. I mean, you want to stay true or do you want to make the money? I think there's a balancing act, and that's why I think I'm always the devil's advocate between you two because I look at things as if I, I feel there's a balancing act, and I say it all the time to, to yeah, one of you guys. You I say, say yeah. I go... I go, if you can do it, why not do it? If I could win contests, I would fucking win a contest. If I could film a sick-ass video part, I'm going to film a sick-ass video part. You know what I mean? If you're Meek Mills and you love music and you love hip-hop and you're like, I'm just going to keep it core because that's what I'm supposed to do. But you could actually make a hit record that can make you a bazillion dollars and you could have more financial freedom and more freedom to do what you want. Is that my dogs? Then why wouldn't you? That's what I'm saying. An album is 16 songs. I don't want to hear fucking depressed, angry shit for 16 songs. I want emotions. I want all spectrums of life. If you, that's what I loved about Tupac was like, that dude will put out fucking Brenda's Got a Baby and put out fucking Dear Mama. And then he yeah. put out fucking uh, Gangster's Par- uh, Paradise and f- uh, fucking, what is it, with Dre, the fucking... Ain't nothing but a gangster party, party. Like the yeah, most yeah. gangster hardcore song. Or hit him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, those are polar extremes. Yeah, and then he would true. talk about revolution. He'd talk about uprising in the ghetto. And then he'd be talking about bling and money. And he would like, it would all eventually, it was, he'd talk about every facet of life. And I love that. Because that's, that's a true person. Like I don't always feel one way. And if I could express myself as an artist, I would do it in any which way I could, you know? I think I, there's a balancing. I think you're right with the yeah. balance. And, and, and the truth to the world is, like, 
you need money to do some things. You don't need a lot of money. You don't have to be a greedy fucking like sell out like a lot of these fucking Ben Ben would point out. A lot of these kooks are just dancing like puppets to to whatever the fuck the dudes are telling them. They're like, you know what your your your, your birth name, your Christian birth name, is just not marketable. You know what? We're gonna call you douchebag. Okay, yeah. let's fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. How much I money? Yeah. See, there's there is a line. I agree. I agree. Well, that's the thing with Jadakiss and the Locks. Like you'd say, they never sold out. And What's going on with them right now, Ben? Break it down for me. What's going on with the Locks? Because I know they have a new album, and like it seems like they're bubbling. or something's going on. Like I feel yeah, like they've yeah. been around. And I, when I was listening to hip hop, it was fucking the Locks were killing it, and then it kind of faded out. And now yeah. it seems like there's something going on again. Because Big is the one who brought him out on the scene. Yeah. Back in the day, he's the one who got him onto. Uh, I didn't even board. know this. Yeah. To be honest. And then that's why that's why you hear in the um, in the Locks first album they had Biggie's featured on the song. Yeah. The we'll some. always love you, Big Papa. They did yeah, yeah. too. So we they did. We, we did. Uh, they did. We are the streets. The first album under uh, Puff Daddy and every uh, and Bad Boy and everything. That was under Bad Boy. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, then I guess they got into beef and after. Uh, Biggie died. They ended up splitting with Puff, and they did their own thing. They did uh, D Block Security. Hell they've yeah. done a whole bunch of mixtapes solo, and they've even had the Locks mixtapes out. But they've only had two albums out. But they're about to drop their third one well, now. When did they go to Sharon, DMX though? Trinity, Three Kings. Oh, the Rough Riders. When did they go? To there was a Rough DMX, Riders so spot there too. They went after Diddy. They went to DMX, right? Yeah, but DMX like the whole D Block Rough Rider thing was like a whole one thing, you know. Okay, yeah. that was like and one thing. Got you. Yeah. Okay. It was like a project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like more like a co- uh, collab, you know? Because yeah. you have Rough Rider Crew, which is DMX, and you have Eve, and you have all them. Okay. And you have Locks, you know, yeah. and then they went and collab. Because DMX was hot and had a lot of money, and he probably just, like, just put like, everyone on. And think about DMX. He's fucking loud and mad. And, <laughs> he's aggressive. They, they, they Damn it, dog. Hey, they what was that together. story you told me? DMX robbed the shit with the pit bulls or something? There was dogs? Yeah. The store I read his book. He has a sick-ass That's book. That's how he used to do it back in the day. He ran around. Box. He ran around with his dogs and he just told people to do it. Dude, yeah. that's real. Dude. I, I read... Um, with the dogs, for real. He grew up in uh, fucking Yonkers in the hood, hood, hood. Like, this is why I love DMX forever, and people clown on him. Even people that listen to hip-hop clown on him. And I'm like, you really don't understand good hip-hop if you clown on DMX. And that's that's the whole thing that goes back to the, like, you're never just one thing. Like, your music's going to evolve just like you are. And, and, and DMX, to me, is one of my favorite artists. He was so raw, so truthful. If you listen to it, uh, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, which is his first album, and then his second album, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Both of them made amazing albums. You showed me some of that. Yeah, hands down, like so much heart, so much feeling. Fucking tells, paints a picture with his stories. Like he has a song, the ATF Crime, where he talks about fucking breaking in places, and like you know it's truthful because he paints the picture way too good. You know what I mean? That's how you know. Damien, yeah. Fucking crazy. He debates. He debates like the devil and God concept. That's every day. Yeah. You don't even take it as a religious thing, and you think about good and bad and decisions you have to make. Yeah. Day to day, growing. Exactly. He always had a prayer on each album too, which I really appreciated. I'm not religious at all, but I I like the concept of prayers, giving thanks to someone, or just taking a second. Yeah, it shows positive energy. Show appreciation. Yeah, yeah, of course. I back that. And DMX always so much heart. But anyways, so I read his book because I was fascinated by him, and like his first two albums literally saved my life. I I know that sounds fucking extreme and corny, but it really did because I was going through hell, and that album, those albums, like I just connected to. I was like. This shit touched my heart. Like I'll play, I'll, I'll put on a song and like 
almost get into tears. With the one towards his grandmother. I don't know if you ever heard that song, but he he just raps to his grandmother. Like, the realest shit ever. He's just saying how much he missed her and how much it, the food he cooked for her. Like, like, that shit. Like, that real shit. Like, thank you for the fucking lessons you gave me, he says. Like, to his grandmother. Because he didn't have no family. He's from the hood, hood, hood. I can tell you when I relate to that. Too. Not that song, but uh, a Nas song he did on God's Son. Remember the song Heaven? Yeah, oh, yeah, Godson, yeah. He about his mother. And yeah, shit. yeah. I was like, damn. Like, I feel the fuck out of that. There's a couple. There was one dance or something. Like, yeah, one, last dance. Last dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dance. yeah, I was like, damn. It's like one last dance. With yeah, you. one last dance with you, mom. Yeah, and I was so like, good. wow, dude. Like, Wishing that was I one can. that I could break me into tears sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, wow, dude. That's real. Like, you knew that was real. And 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 you know why that my dogs are freaking out. I'm sorry, podcast listeners. But uh, um. That's so important, dude. And that's why I like real artists. Like, Ben like likes real artists, like, real shit. Because yeah. to share your vulnerabilities and shit, to be in that position, like a rapper, and have that type of money and have people want you to put out crazy shit, but you still put out a song like that where everyone's like, that's not going to make you any money. Like, you put it out for free, basically, just because you know it's the right thing to do. Or because that weighs so heavy on your chest and you put it out there because it's relief for you. That's realness. That's not a marketing gimmick. That's not you just trying to make an album. You can tell those songs are genuine, huge. Humanly human, exactly. you know, genuinely human, and uh, that's what an artist does. He expresses himself, good or bad, like whether it's fucking the song "Warrior." Remember that one too? Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Insanity, Nas is a poet dude. for sure. So good. Um, but anyways, back to DMX. Sorry, I got so far tracked from the story, but my bad. He used to. No, it's good. Um, he he had no money. He was living on rooftops in Yonkers, and uh, he fucking. Would take in stray pit bulls, stray pit bulls, and he would take them in. Yeah, dude, I've been in, I've been in his area, and I've seen stray pit bulls, and I'm like, I'm not going near that. But he would take them in and like befriend these motherfuckers, and he live with them on rooftops because you could just back then. I don't doubt you could do it now. You go to like the projects or wherever, and you could go to the rooftop and just fucking live up there. Like, um, so he'd have all these dogs and shit, and then to get money, he would say that he would go to his school. And people would be wearing those big leather Avrex jackets yeah. and shit with all the patches and stuff. And he would just make them run their shit off. Like, walk up to them with the pit bulls and be like, take your shit off. I want it. I want it. And they're like, what? And then they did listen because he has two pit bulls and he, he, you can't argue with a pit bull. I give it to him. You can't talk your way out of a fucking ass biting from a pit bull. Like, a dog doesn't hear you. You know what I mean? A human, you might be able to be slick enough and be like, look, dude, the cops. Duh, duh, duh. Like, you might talk him out. But a dog, if he says, get him, get him. The dog's going to get him. You know what I mean? So, like, that that was like a pretty slick way to do it. Think about that if you're homeless. Get some dogs and start fucking jacking <laughs> people. Run shit with the dogs. If you got to do it, man, you got to do it. Run up in a convenience store with the pit bulls. So, oh yeah, remember I was talking earlier. I wanted to ask you how you started working at the Edge. Did you live in Taunton? Yeah, I've lived in Taunton. I've lived in Taunton since I was. Uh, this is Ben, by the way. Twelve and. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I was around the area. I've known Nick. I've been in school with Nick Oddly since Friedman days. It was fucking Fuck it. back in the day. Fucking 03, 04. Nick Oddly and his family own the skate park skaters. Like, they kill it. Fuck they it. They kill it. How'd you, so, you met him through skating? Yeah, I met him actually through school. And then I started going to uh, Edge in 04 when I was 14. And I've been skating there ever since. And uh, I've been doing landscaping since I was 18. And I've known Dave. I've known the family. Friends of the family for a long time, and uh, started doing work for Dave, some landscape work and everything. And uh, somebody lost their job there. I'm not going to say any names. At the edge. Yeah. And, Can uh, you give me some initials? Huh? Who lo- initials? Do what I know. Yeah, of course, no. Yeah. Oh, Conra. 
No, not Conrad. That's ancient, ancient history. You know, I'm not even gonna say it because now you can't even think. Oh, I know. No, but, uh, I thought you were talking about Conrad. Yeah, so uh, Dave, Dave, Dave <laughs> he was like, I'm, I'm down for work and I work a lot. Blah blah blah. So he hit me up and asked me if I wanted to work. While I was working on his property. If I wanted to work for him at the park, and here I am, three years later, we're killing it. Three years? Yeah, I've been there for three years now. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I feel like it's been longer, but yeah. I know, I yeah. know, just because I've been skating there since Because you've been there all the time, but yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I didn't even think of it. In 2011, I got the job. Ben's a staple at the skate park. Dude, you Anyone that goes there knows Ben McDonald's for sure. outfit still, right? Yeah, back you, in the day. So oh, wait. Wait, yeah. do you wear what? Wear I mean, my McDonald's just, uniform like back in the day. Oh, just come in skate yeah. after work? Wow, that's a pretty sick sight. Dude, that, that's sick. I remember all tie. of it, dude. I remember <laughs> all of it, man. I paid for a grip, too. I remember it all. What was the first time you got into the skater's edge? Oh, so long ago. Uh, third grade. I was, I'm was 19 dude, now, so we're You're like, only fucking 19? I know. I've been there for... What the fuck, dude? So long, dude. I did edge camp there. I did... Oh, yeah. I taught edge camp. Yeah. yeah. That was my, I mean, that's when we first sort of met was, like, edge camp. and uh, But even before that, I started going there. I knew everyone, man. I grew up, like, even when Dooley and John Thomas and Adam Oliveira was skating there, if you remember that name. Tony Mendez. Tony Mendez. That's Tony what I Mendez. That's the old names. Uh, that's when I started skating dude, there way like, back. To some OG. Dude, okay. If you remember this... The school bus dropping on top of the six foot, co- uh, the six foot half pipe at edge. There was a right corner. There was a school bus. Yeah, extension. the extension. The extension. On the six That's how OG I remember that. Damn, yeah. I, you're deeper than me. I'm Dude, really? about the ski jump, the old ski jump. Oh, my memory is so shit. Than you. Yo, wait, hold listen, on. Wait, wait, like, okay, like the, the pyramid. <laughs> yeah, the dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? The pyramid with the down railings and the pyramid shit. with the big oversight, with the big hubs on the side. Yeah. The mellow pyramid. Yeah. Remember in between there? Yeah. There was like the mellow ski jump into the bank and into the ledge. I don't. Dude, you can oh, remember they had the... the oh, wait, I do, I do, I do. I do, I do, I do. It went up, and then it was down flat for yeah, a long yeah, way. Yeah, I do. Like right. yeah. I do. That thing wow. Was awesome, dude. Now, do you remember the first uh, the first mini section they had? Remember, the, um, it's built to the right of the rolling. It'd be right there where uh, the stands are now. The stairs that were ledges. The, like stairs, the stairs that were ledges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are massive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know what they were thinking with that that's one. When they, that's when we had, like, the 10 stair, the 6 yes, stair, with the yes, long-ass yes. fucking rail with the D. Lanky. Lanky. What did he do? Yeah. What did he claim he did? Kickflip kick front feeble down the rolling. Yeah. Got him <laughs> unlocked, dude. <laughs> I remember, man. I remember. <laughs> Lanky was such a character. Lanky's pro. Lanky's a forensic scientist. I wish he was back, dude. I wish he was back. Oh, okay. um, Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go there. Dude. Lanky was amazing, though. He was I amazing. I, honestly, he was amazing. Dude. I remember when he put the Ghostbusters vacuum on, he was cleaning the park, and I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> it was awesome. Is he from Time? I don't know. Originally? Nah, he's from Brockton. Oh, that's where I was born. City of Champions. Yeah. That's why I like Lanky. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Saw a ghost from the skate park one time. Yeah, in the ball, it was an Indian ghost. He saw. Go. He swore by it. Indian. There's a ghost that's haunted. He saw an so Indian ghost from in the by ball? the skate park. You better watch out for the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> was he just really fucking high? He swears by it, dude. He swears he's got the footy of the kickflip front feet too, but no one's seen it. Hey, where's where's uh? Since you work at the park and you've been there quite a bit, and I've been there. Where's Chad? Where's little bad Chad? He was there. Nah. Little, little Chad, right? You're talking? The little Chad, right? Oh, Chad, he got fast, ass. dude. Yeah. He got huge. Yeah, he was, he was getting a little bigger. He put on weight, man. the video games. Yeah, man. Video games. Were you the one that told me a story about him in the bathroom? No, that was Nick. What was the story? He pissed all over the fucking walls and <laughs> shit. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. 
What did they, remember they asked him and he was like, he went, he was like, nah, that's not, yeah, I don't know. No, he said, he goes, I remember Nick asked, so Chad is this little kid, he had to be, how old is he? He's probably he, at that time. At that time, he's probably like nine. Nine. Okay, I was gonna say way younger, but all right. He's a little kid, and he would come to the skate park. He's a little hellion. He would have fun, but he'd just you know get in your nerves after a while. But he, I guess, he pissed all over the bathroom. And then when they confronted him about it, they said he said, "Yeah, I was peeing," and then a song came on I liked. So he did a circle <laughs> while he was peeing. He just did a little dance circle, and he peed in a like a three sixty thing. And Nick was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I admire his uh, uh, his freedom and his, to do it. His but, honesty too. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking all awesome. up. What's the craziest shit? <coughs> What's the craziest thing from the skate park? There's plenty of crazy shit. There's fucking from stories that I don't even from when I don't even fucking work there. Just when I was a local there. I've I've seen some crazy injuries. I know that. I remember. Oh yeah, injuries. But that shit sucks. Yeah, fuck that shit. But Dave and Carol are rad because they like I'm CPR certified because of them yeah, and they, they do shit down, like that. Yeah, of course. They're good about all that shit yeah, for sure. On top of everything, I'm CPR certified from school. I got that shit too. Hell yeah. With an AED too. I know how to use What's it. What's that? Some machine that shoots electric yeah. through you too or something. Oh the fucking <laughs> yeah. clear Yeah. Ah. I, I, I could I don't think I could work it, but I'm certified though. All right, all right. <laughs> Don't ask me to help, dude, if you're on the ground. I'm the same way with CPR. Like, when I did the class, I was like, this is so fucking easy. But if, it, like, it happened and right? I had to do it, I don't remember any of the stuff. I don't know how many pumps it is, dude. I think it was, like, you tilt the head back, make sure the throat's clear, and then, like, you suck on the and girl. these are the people trying to save your life and your past <laughs> Craziest thing from the edge. Craziest thing you can remember. Oh, man. Anything? There's so many crazy things. There's so so many fights. Any fights? That's injuries. what. Oh, dude, fights are all. They're, I on, they're, they're on YouTube still. I bet you can find them. Shout out to Phil Narona and Casey. Dickie Hatton J. And Dickie oh, J. Yeah, and Casey Hatton. What YouTube can they people see that? Oh. Just type in. Dickie J versus yeah, Casey Hatton. Yeah, just type in Casey Hatton and Dickie J fight. Little kid beef at the skate park. Dude, Although they're pretty they're they're older. older they're sure. old Dickie old was like. Oh, they were? Right now. You know. <laughs> Dude, he was like the turtle. I swear. How are you going to fight at the skate park? They were sitting on the rolling, just like looking at each other. Yanking him down the fourth foot with remember his that? shirt over his head. You, you <laughs> like a hockey player? Like, you remember yeah. how it started there, dude? <laughs> no. Dude, no, Casey's just chilling on top of the roll and they're ready to fight. And you just see Casey out of nowhere just swing and just like sucker punch him on the side. And then Dick just eats, eats the punch and then throws him down the roll and like straight Terminator walk over to him. I was like, fuck, dude. Dickie's way bigger than him, too, huh? Dickie was bigger, but I think yeah, I think yeah. Casey got more shots in, I think, by the end of it, but you gotta watch the video. It, what was it all over? Something stupid, I bet. Now, here it is. I think it was... You're right. I can't remember. That's how, yeah, that's that's how, how stupid how dumb it was. It is. That's really how dumb it was. <clears throat> um... Let's, I want to talk about fucking Tampa because uh, at Buckley's rocking the skate park at Tampa hat right now. That thing's sick. I'm rocking this. Is that embroidered? What Let do you mean? Feel I'll tell you why I'm rocking this, actually. I think it's a sick-ass hat, though. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, the, oh, dude, the uh, classics. That's a you know shit. how they got, too? You know how they got, like, the shop Ebor and shit there, too, now? Yeah, yeah, they got the second shop down in Ebor. Well, one of the dudes out, he, like, he works, he's, like, part of the skate park of Tampa family. His name's Matt Woods, and uh, I don't I don't know him personally. Like, I know who he is. I see him. I say what's up to him. He says what's up to me. Like, I've skated with him at the park mad times. He actually died the other day. I saw it all over Instagram and stuff. Like, dude... 
And I was like, dude, I gotta wear some of him today, obviously. But his name yeah. is Matt Woods. But uh, rest in peace, man. It was man. heavy, dude. Like I knew who he was really well. Like he did all the premieres there and shit. And I, I have no idea what happened. I started my homies down there all writing about it. They put a big shout out to him and shit. Damn, it sucks. Sucks, dude. I don't know how, but... Sucks when anyone dies, and then when it's skateboarding, too. Yeah, it's like, right? it's a little closer to home. He was ill, sure. dude. He was, he always was, like, he was hype, man. He always got people hyped. Like, I, I saw, I remember him. How, so, not to completely change the subject, but I will. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's why I was wearing this today. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good tribute, dude. I <laughs> no, that it. was why but, I uh, um, so you So, you grew up in Lakeville. How'd you end up in Tampa? Like, why Tampa? Was it from <laughs> skating or, like, what? That was my final push was, like, oh, if I go to, like, a random school, like, somewhere else. Like, if I say I went to say I went to Suffolk in Boston, I know personally I wouldn't skate as much. Like, unless I have a skate park that I can go to all the time, my mentality to go out into the street all every day is going to be way less motivated. But yeah. if the skate park's there, I'm like, fuck yeah, go skate a mini ramp will get me hyped up. You know, I'll meet a good group of people. That was my final push for Tampa. But at the same time, I wanted to go to Tampa because... I just look at life like a crazy trip, and I just want to keep, like, going different places and seeing what the hell's out there. So I was like, stay where I've been for years or go somewhere totally new. So yeah. I picked a totally new place. Fuck yeah. I, I, I admire that. That was my theory. Because, like, it. being able to go off to school is, like, a privilege, and that's fucking for awesome. Sure. And then to realize that and go, oh, I should go out of my comfort zone and go explore exactly. and see and meet people and try, like... Is fucking admirable for sure. That right? was my theory, and uh, it's worked out pretty well so far. Met a lot of cool people. Um, skated still a lot down there. Skate park of Tampa. Fuck yeah, they kill it. Uh, I got a membership there. I love it there. And uh, we 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 went down there on an all I need trip, and we hung out, and we Buckley met up with us, and we we Dude. we did the whole Tampa thing. Tampa's a cool spot. It's, it's fun, man. It's hey. like Florida's pretty crazy but tampa is like best, pretty crazy tampa is pretty crazy but it's um, it's amazing too you know it's like the good with the bad man. for sure best city bars <laughs> <laughs> ben you go to the titty bars yeah i've never met once i've never even been to a bar before i'm 23 years old you've never been to a bar not never ever sat down and got a, got a beer dave's never dragged you out to a bar nah i don't even drink that much i just smoke there you go. That'll work. <laughs> I just got to grow some balls and use my fake ID and you go to the bar. I haven't been there. You could do that. You seen it? Have, have you seen my fake? No, that's it. You haven't seen my What's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to take it and kick you out? That's what my dad's saying. He's like, the, he's like, like the worst they're going to say is, get the hell out of here, you stupid kid or something. <laughs> yes. How old are you? 19? 19. Oh, so you still got a little bit. See, I was thinking maybe give it a year, you know. I still got a fucking haircut, man. I didn't even get a haircut. For you look shit. like a fucking criminal. For real, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I don't look like a terrorist. Right? Why New York? Did you get to pick the state? Yeah. Okay. Here's you should have the... did Hawaii like McLovin. <laughs> I, wanted, I, want, I wanted Oregon, all right? That yeah. was, the choices was New York or Oregon. I said, dude, Oregon 100%. Like, no one knows what the fucking Oregon idea looks like. That was I've never seen one. Exactly. I've definitely seen New York. I wrote down Oregon that gave me New York. I should have, like, fucking returned it after that, but uh, no. What, did you send it out in the mail to get it? It was a group of 10 people, yeah. You had to get, like, a group of 10 together, and it was, like, it lowered the cost or something. So I. Where the fuck did you find this? It's online, dude. Start, start from the beginning. How, you were like, okay, I want a fake ID. How did you find out where to go? I told my roommate I wanted a fake ID. And then he called me one day and said, yo, you still want a fake ID? So come with me. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll meet you in the dorm in like 10 minutes. I meet up with him. This is in Tampa? This is in Tampa, uh, yeah. I meet up with him. We walked to this other kid's dorm. There's like a group of like five people in there all like wanting fake IDs. These kids on the internet like. <laughs> Quite a market. <laughs> there's a guy. Apparently you had to like email him like all our names, the addresses we want, everything like that. And then he did it. And you have to put your trust into this guy that's actually going to send you these IDs. And you send them like. 
for ten people, like hundred bucks each, over a grand. You send him in cash. Holy shit! He could have just walked away with it, dude. Because a, it's illegal, hundred percent. So technically, if he didn't he walk, ain't gonna get fucked. He'd take your money. He did. Yeah, he just break out. out. Yeah, yeah. So you had to put all your trust in this guy that he's serious. What kind of information you didn't give me? Like social security? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> you just give him the fake information you want on the ID. Oh, okay. okay. And then he just does that. And then as long as he gets all the money, he just ships him right back. And he ships him in this random package. And I got two of them actually. You got one, I got... He doubled down. He doubled down. Dude, you got two of them for the... So in case one gets confiscated, they back you up, so... Wow. That's, that's the hookup. It's the hookup, wow. right? Yeah, but 120 bucks later. Still, though, it's worth having that. Was it like 100 for one and then 20 for the extra? I don't know. It was like one... <laughs> like, give me another 20, I'll kick you an extra. I'll kick you a whole new So how was it, Buckley, living at 140 East Palm Street, New York, New York? Uh, I was in the hood, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ran into uh, Palm Street. I ran into Chic Lucian Styles. <laughs> Why does it say you're the female though? It's for the sex. Is that right? It's, that's yeah, weird, dude. That's not <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> have you ever had a fake ID? No, never. Me neither. I didn't even know. That's very interesting. I have a fake ski pass too. You want to see that one? Nah. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> so have you not used it yet? The fake ID. Yeah. You haven't used it, uh, dude. dude how long have you had it? Probably like three months. Go tonight on your way home. <laughs> just yeah, go. Yeah, it's harder than you think. Back. I'll go in there. You'll go in there behind me. We'll go to. Uh, I just make you feel comfortable. We'll go to Regal's, all right? Uh, no, yeah. not Regal's. That's too easy. Yeah. Wait, Regal's. Are you kidding me? Hey, Regal's is down the road, right? Uh, With the prostitute, that yeah. one. Yeah. The yeah. prostitute. Yeah. Regal's will give you lick if you got. <laughs> you could be thirteen years. You could be turtle when he was turtle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I gotta start somewhere, man. I'm not, Regal's is a stretch, man. I'll try Regal. That's about If you it. go to Regal's, don't bring an ID. And I get, I'll bet you they 50 bucks. ID. <laughs> I'll get, bet you 50 bucks they don't even ask you for your ID. I was thinking of trying it at a Chinese restaurant. Just try to order a drink at a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, that, that, they, don't, they wouldn't give a fuck either. True. They don't. Because they're yeah. just like, they just don't give a shit. Yeah, they just yeah, want money. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they hustle hard. Yeah. Ooh, to own a Chinese restaurant, you gotta hustle hard. I went into one the other day because I was uh, looking to get a bartending job. And I go in and I'm like, you guys need any help with bartending? I was like, uh, I'll work hard, extra cash. They're like, they laughed. I'm like, huh, no. <laughs> Basically, like, get out of here, round day. <laughs> That's what I felt. I was like, damn, I don't know why there's hostility. Maybe they're racist. But, man, I don't think they were. But they, I think they just keep such a tight click. Dude, the guy around town is probably fucking pointing a gun at you if you fucking go in his restaurant. Big Wong. Oh, <laughs> Big Wong? Like that dude's been getting fucking jacked. Yeah, yeah. Really? Robbed all summer. Yeah, people just this year? sticking him up and shit. That's fucked, dude. That guy's ill, too. Dollars he's got. Wow. It's like Turtle. Turtles Turtles walking from the park to go to Big Wong and shit. Got like $4 or like a $5 bill in his fucking hand. A random dude walks up behind, uh, right beside him and is like, hey, you got a, you got a dollar? He's like, nah, I ain't got a dollar. And, like, Turtle was trying to hide the money now after he, like, said that because he already had it palmed, you know? So he... Think, he knew he had a dollar, yeah. so yeah. that's why he, he asked him. So he, like, tries to hide a little bit. And, like, he's like, oh, I know you have... I know you got a dollar. Let me get a dollar. He's like, nah. And then, like, Turtle just turns around. And the dude gets him on his arm with something sharp. He didn't know what it was. Stabbed him? Yeah, like, he didn't, he didn't get stabbed. He just got, like, little... Like a little slash, but he didn't need stitches or anything. That's still that's sketchy. Like, what if it was a hypodermic needle or something? That's Dude, that's up. news to me. That just happened, Turtle? That happened probably last month. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Walk into Big Wong, dude. Yeah, welcome to Taunton. And Dude, Turtle's... Tur- no, no, no offense, Turtle, but you look like a bitch. 
<laughs> you look like I, I would rob you. Yeah, but like, I mean, he looks like the dude that you would want to rob. Like, he's kind of scrawny and lanky. Like, you you know what I mean? That's crazy, though, because you got, like, Russell and Little Dooley and them all walking down there now. I remember when we were younger, yeah. we skated all the You can do anything, but, yeah, now this is getting crazy. I mean, dude, you remember that, man. This We'd always walk down there crazy. all the time, dude. We skated the ghetto spot behind Big Wall. Why the fuck would you rob a Chinese restaurant out of all the places? No, and it's not even, like... <laughs> And, and like, Tommy. and it was just like two weeks ago. Actually, the restaurant itself fucking tried to get get robbed. Big Wong. Someone yeah, walked up and just it? robbed him. Yeah, tried to rob the store because like the delivery guy is the one who kept on getting picked oh. up around town. You know, while you go out and deliver, dude. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. And they give this dude a false address. They meet him at this random doorstep and then get him. I worry about that shit every yeah, day. Fuck every <laughs> day. So some dude last week ran up in there. I don't know what the fuck it was. was oh, you hear how good that sounds? Stay close. I don't Keep know it. what it was. It was like, I don't know if it was a knife. It definitely wasn't a gun. I don't know what it was. Dude walks up in there and he's like, <clears throat> I read this on Cotton Gazette. And I think yes. I heard it from Oddly too. And uh, dude walks up there and he's like, hey, give me everything in the register. And the guy legit, <laughs> sure. the guy legit at the front counter was like, no. Yeah. And he's like, give me everything in the He's like, no. The dude, like, and they have cameras in Big Wong, you know, because so, they're not dumb. So, like, they, they see the dude in the, in the like, lobby, like, looking back and forth and shit, like, don't know what the Sketch fuck to ball. do. Yeah. The dude's saying no to him. He's, like, not full on committed, you know? So, like, he walks away. He walks out of the door. He, he wasn't even full on committed. So, he walks out bitch. the door. He walks out the door, right? Like, it was, like, a couple hours later, the cops see a dude walking down the same fucking street that Wong is on. Looking like, confused. Hours later, you know, with the same ski mask on. Oh, uh, he had an orange, yeah, too? Yeah, he still had it on. So he yeah, he got posted. Fucking idiot. Oh, the God. fucking masterminds in time, the criminals are fucking oh, very smart. What oh, idiot. Turtles oh, should have jacked him. Oh, Probably could have found him and jacked him. Oh. Dude, I, Big Wong, man. Awesome restaurant, though. It's crazy that anyone would ever try to rob Big Wong because it's so... Like, that storefront is so open. Oh, it's oh, just yeah, glass man. windows, and, like, you it's lit up them. really well, and, like, why the fuck would you... And it's a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, why? It's time. It yeah, is. That's why. Dudes are lazy. It's time. They're too lazy. They don't even want to try robbing anything yeah. like that would well, actually that's why help. he walked out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just was gonna, he's just shooting. He's walking yeah. everywhere trying to... No? Okay, I'm leaving. Yeah, Dunkin' I'm Donuts? No, no? No. Free coffee? No? Okay. He needs the pipples. <laughs> yeah, he does. Get, he needs the pipples. If you bring pipples into Big Wong, dude, they'll give you everything, I bet. Exactly. But don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Oh, no, they won't. They're like, oh, shit. He's like, you brought us... You brought us... Food. <laughs> 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 deliveries out there. Oh, dog. Oh, thank you. He, of course, they give money. They pay for the dog. It sounds racist, but it's not, because I've been to China, and they serve dog in oh certain parts. God, it's not man. It's not common like we would think, but they do do that. I've seen a restaurant in China. Out front was the display case. Out front of the restaurant. A glass display case, like a booth, basically the size of the table. Like, like you picture, like, popcorn. Like a popcorn machine. Yeah. But instead of dog... A, uh, like a, it looked like a greyhound, but it was white. The whole dog was white, no fur. They must have boiled it. It's yeah. hanging by its fucking mouth by a hook. Are you fucking in front of the me? restaurant to let people know, like we serve dog, yeah, and it's not it's common so out there. Like it's very strange, but like. I was just like I took photos I have photos on one of my hard drive I'll have to show you sometime I don't think I want to see it Yeah but like It was a wild When I went there It was like A whole nother fucking world man But yeah it, They probably would pay you yeah. for that If someone would eat it They would People are robbing people In time apparently Fuck time <laughs>
You don't really feel that. Come on. Oh, I definitely feel that. Fuck some parts of Taunton. I feel like Taunton, Taunton could no, be... No, no, like, I focus, I mean, like, it's just like anything, like, even when you talk about, like, skateboarding, like, you know, it's like, fuck the corporate part and all that other bullshit and the politics. All I care about is Edge and the homies that come around, you know? Yeah, the shit that's like the real and attainable. Taunton. Fuck Taunton, fuck all that bullshit, the robberies, all that fucking lame shit. But like, yeah, sick yeah. for Edge. Like, I like Edge. I Hell like the yeah. that come through. Yo, you know how we change that? So what I was saying in the beginning of the podcast is, like, the dudes that are just sitting around here wasting their time just, like, like don't know what they want to do. Like, why don't you just take a chance and, like, save up some dough for a year or two? Because you're just going to waste a year yeah, or two right. doing nothing anyways. So just save up a dough for a year or two, work hard, and then try opening a business somewhere. Like, get that down payment to get the rent and go downtown and open up a storefront. Like, Jared and Solstice, JV's brother, he does fucking artificial marketplace. All he does is resell fucking vintage cool shit he finds online. He buys it for cheap and sells it for a little yeah. more. And people want it because it's, like, cool shit that he scoured the internet for or yeah, asked people for he got show, it yeah. and then now he has a storefront where he has all these like old playboys and like from the, like, the so earliest playboys or like time, yeah. old furniture that's like you just couldn't get at fucking Ikea because they just make mass produced bullshit like he finds like cool interesting shit fucking opens a store and then he pays his bills you know what I mean and, and it's like more people need to do that in time. Well, and the young people, like not the old people. The young people need to do this. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely a main goal for anybody in life. I would I would hope so. Like, I mean, I, I feel like in today's society, I talk to the homie Nick about this a lot. Like, a lot of people nowadays, they like the 9 to 5. They like being told what to do. Yeah. It's way more easier Sheep, to sheep mentality, a, yeah. It's way more easy to have a sure. boss. Even if you are the CEO. If you're the CEO, you still got to talk to the president and the vice president of the company, right? Agreed. You know, so, like, people just like to be told what to do. They like to have their schedule, their routine. It's way, way, way harder for, the, for people <laughs> nowadays to think for themselves and come with a marketable idea or even try to put in the work. That's people give up way success. too easy. Exactly. Hey, and that, that robbery story is a prime example. Even the criminals were yeah, too lazy. Yeah, they went in, no? Okay, I'll leave. <laughs> it's not worth the work. It's not worth the work. I don't want to hit anyone. I'm just go home. That's what yeah. separates success, though, in like, everything. Because like, if you just want to stay content with a 9 to 5, you're never going to make it to that next level. But if you're willing to take a risk, like you say, oh, I need boards, you know, take the risk, put it out there. Try it, you know, and see what happens. Amer- America's yeah. been lethargic for too long. What happened in America is basically we prospered because a lot of people made criminal moves. So the politicians, all these people, made all these fucking criminal moves, and they fucking made our country prosperous by being gangsters. And that's amazing. But that's not building up a foundation. They didn't make – they didn't build up a foundation. They, they didn't put in the hard work to make sure everyone has health care, to make sure everyone has uh, the necessities of life, to make sure the middle class is happy and healthy and because those are the people that keep the country running. They didn't do that. They just fucking did gangster-ass shit, wars, fucking robbed oil, did all shit just to get – this income and we all benefit from it it was awesome so america's we're all lethargic everyone's like yeah we're the best country in the world we have everything all the means Da-da-da. the bubble and bursted and the bubble bursted yeah. when all those arabian dudes i don't i don't know if it's arabian or whatever the correct terms the the dudes Eastern. afghanistan that when they decided you know what we're gonna be however you look at it they could be heroes or they could be fucking assholes they crashed a pr- plane into our towers to show the world like this is an evil – we think this is an evil empire. We're going to crash in, fuck their whole shit up, and make their people start thinking differently, which it did. 9-11 dropped. All of a sudden, we're like, maybe we shouldn't be going to war. Maybe we should think smarter with our money. Maybe we should, like, start 
rethinking fucking healthcare, rethinking all this shit because we had such a crazy mentality in America because we were comfortable and we were we people did gangster shit to get it. Like our politicians were gangsters, you know what I mean? Now it's like, all right, we have to fucking pick up the rubbles of our fucking bubble that bursted and re and try to build a foundation with it. And and that's what's interesting in America and what I love about America is fucked as we are, is we're growing from our our youth stage and our teenager stage into like we're trying to see if we can make it into our middle age where you start to settle down and figure out what's important to you and figure out like how what direction you want to go with this with this fucking crazy thing we have you know and it'd be amazing if we could grow into that and then grow into our older age and fucking die gracefully you know what i mean as a country you know what i mean or just be the leader. Like, just because you're not the young, new guy. Like, China's the new, <laughs> young, new country, right? Where they're just gangsters. They do whatever the fuck they want. They'll feed yeah. their people fake food. They're making fake food in China. Yeah. You hear, read about that shit? They reproduce fake food and sell it to the people. And people are getting it. Like, this is fake. They manufactured it. It's not even a real apple. Wait, it's what? fake. They're just manufacturing fake food. fake food and selling it to their people. Because there's too many fucking people. Is that like our GMO talk? No, that's like, that's different. Legit. They're genetically modifying the actual food, but these this people is this is legit fake, fake. knockoff, like no, not like a Louis Vuitton no knockoff. Nutrition, nothing in it. Fake because China's because people are trying to make profit. China does not give a fuck. They're just profit numbers. They're what America was. Wow. They're like the new Western country where they'd probably be extremely profitable, but at the expense of saying fuck everyone else. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. If you look into it, I was reading on industry the other day, just like. I was looking up on some car shit and, like, manufacturing, obviously, a lot of our car parts and aftermarket parts come from China, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. A lot of our car industry is from China, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We all know this. And um, just reading, I kept on getting into industry and manufacturing. I keep on reading articles, blah, blah, blah. And uh, <clears throat> uh, China averages, you know, like, coal plant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they use this coal plant. They burn coal. Coal. Like, you know, coal yeah, fuel. Yeah, 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 Exactly. To, like, build whatever, plastic moldings, whatever the fuck they're manufacturing in that building. But they average one. They put up one a week every wow. seven days. Wow. And, like, the byproduct of the coal is fucking straight up carbon. And carbon is the fucking worst fucking shit ever for the atmosphere, you know? like It's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, a little bit of carbon is good because every, every living thing on Earth has carbon in it. You know, yeah. As a living thing. But when you abuse something like that, you're fucked. Exactly. You're fucking the whole thing. We already did it. We learned from America's yeah. mistakes. Yeah. So, like... Another thing is, like, how, how over here in America we have, you know, obviously we got the labor laws, we have we have industry laws, we have emissions laws, even with your fucking car and the rejection sticker you get on your windshield. Except for in Florida. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> Florida's wild. <laughs> and, uh, like, uh, so they, we have rules and regulations and shit. So the coal plants, the few that we do have in the United States, we have to come up with, like, I don't know exactly what it is, say about one-third, so 30% of, like, all the carbon we release in the atmosphere we have to capture 30 yeah. you know 30 to 33 percent of it right yeah so the laws over in china they don't have to account for not one percent i've seen pictures you know what i'm saying so like yeah there's yeah. pictures of cities where the whole Black. city is fog I the whole thing is like it's like la times 10 I like it's it. you can't go outside haze, yeah, yeah. And then you wonder why these people like if you if you look at fucking tokyo if you look at all these fucking you know oriental or whatever countries like 
they have they all have the masks on. People like will go around and make fun. Oh, the bird flew. Blah blah blah. But yeah, nah, it's that's the not fucking it atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to fucking breathe the shit they live in. If you can't, if we don't yeah. take care of our our environment, then we're fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's exactly look what's going on with the whole Tokyo shit. That shit's fucking scary. You're talking about the fucking Fukushima. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, nuclear plant. You yeah. don't see that shit on the news nowadays, but it's still going on. It bursted two years ago. Every single day after that, man, three hundred thousand gallons of radiation waste goes in the Pacific Ocean every fucking day even right now to this this, even when we're doing this podcast right now we have and then like they just did a research thing like they said off the coast of California and finally hit our west coast of the United States. They're starting States. to see the effects. Yep. And yeah. then they said yeah. 89% of off the coast of California on the, uh, they see 89% increase. Yeah. Or 89% of the ocean floor itself is covered in dead sea creatures, whether it be fish, starfish, Because of the radiation? You know, yeah. Is that what, uh, The fucking, it's the radiation poisoning. And that's what you guys are talking about? I think Nick posted a status on Facebook about that. Yeah, that ra- that's the radiation? That yeah, was, yeah. That's, that, that's that was that. That's why talking about the West okay, Coast. Okay, yeah. Because coming all the way from Japan. Because I didn't get it at first. Yeah, I coming it. all the way across the Pacific Ocean, hitting the coast. Like, already scientists and researchers are already telling you not to eat the fucking fish from the water. Yeah. That's how fucked They say don't eat fish. From Fukushima for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, why is that? and the fish swim. <laughs> you know what I mean? They get infected. They go and spawn and swim. You know what I yeah. mean? It's fucked it's to fucked. ever. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I was talking to Nick about this too a little bit, just a little bit more on this. And uh, I was talking to my homie Nick at the park about this, and uh, he was talking about how he was reading something, and uh, this guy himself, he was like some kind of um, uh, marine scientist or biologist or whatever, and. Uh, he did a trip by himself on a boat all the way from Japan, all the way across the Pacific, all the way to the coast of California. And, like, <clears throat> what they say a lot is that you see a lot of activity in the Pacific Ocean, he yeah. says, you know. On the regular, you see birds, you see fucking, even in the middle of, like, hundreds of miles, even the dead Because there's, like, barges floating, yeah. there's, like, seaweed and shit that yeah, floats. Just, you see animals yeah, and food, shit, yeah. You know, feeding frenzies, whatever, whatever, you know. And, uh... So on the way there, he only saw one thing, and it was one. He only saw one whale on the wow. way. The whole way. The whole way. So you're talking thousands of miles, and that whale had a tumor on his head. <laughs> he had a tumor on his yeah, head. Had a mass. Yeah. Oh my god! That's, that's the radiation. It's crazy. What I, what I was saying about America before was like, I, I know I sounded kind of doom and gloom, and like that we were like crazy <laughs> and evil, but I really don't feel that because I feel like it, it's just a. It's um, we're still the example to the world. We've always been a shining example to the world because we've been like... I don't think so right now at this current point. No, we are though because listen, at least let me get this out and then we can debate it. America was like the young country. We were the last frontier in the world basically. America formed and everyone's like, what's going to happen here? Everyone's watching. You know, it was England before that. They were the power. We got the power. We are the thing. They're watching us. It's exciting. All this new technology, all this shit coming out of America. Prosperous. People are coming. We're the country to come to if you're poor. Come here and make your own fucking way in life. You know what I mean? That's been our motto the whole time. We've got off track from that. We all agree with that, right? Kind of what I was talking about. The fucking people that run the country were evil and fucked everybody because they didn't build up a foundation. They just took shortcuts and gangsted people. They didn't build up prosperous, healthy people, healthy minds. There's a lot of dysfunction. We're not poor in America. We're just dysfunctional. There's a huge difference between that. And uh, so you know that kid. You meet that kid, you're like, whoa, he's a young kid, da-da-da, he's killing it, he's fucking doing all his shit, the world's at his fingertips, he might be doing shisty shit, but he's getting ahead, then he gets fucking punched in the nose. Let's say 9-11 was that punch in the fucking nose, you know what I mean? 
Now it's like, let's see what they do with that. You know what I mean? Let's see what, how they react. Let's see how the American people and how the government, if they change their way. We're still the example, I'm saying. is like, because China's just doing what we used to do. They're just being gangsters about shit and not giving them fuck. Now we're like the example of like, all right, how do you pick yourself up and rebuild in the new future and make it better? And we're still that leader in that sense because we're going further down the path. We're not just doing, like, China's just taking up where we were. You know, they're not going further into the future. They're not trying to like progress as a country. That's what we're trying right now. I feel like a lot of these podcasts I listen to and new ways of thinking and everyone paying attention to environment, food, all this stuff and actually being conscious and aware and like the technology industry coming out of uh, America, fucking Apple, all the shit, all the technology spreading everywhere. It's basically building a central nervous system system for the world. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying other countries aren't doing this too, but I'm speaking only because I'm from America and this is what I see what's going on. And I, I feel like we're scrambling right now because the time is a mat like time is not on our side and it's you know we're so far behind. But it's like I feel like people are trying to have a revolution, like trying, like not like a revolution like let's go burn everything. I'm talking about a personal re- revolution in each individual. Like I know I'm going through it. I'm learning every day. I'm growing every day, and I'm thinking of new ways of doing things, trying to do things smarter, healthier, faster, like better. But you're talking. You're also talking. You know, it's, it's ambition, man. I mean, not everybody is motivated and ambition, ambitious. Well, you got to have the sheeps, but but it's a whole country. It takes all <laughs> types, and I completely agree with yeah. that. But I feel like there's a huge awakening with the internet and with technology because everyone has access to everything. I love having my iPhone. I have every answer I want, or at least I have every I have at least ten different answers to yeah, anything. Yeah. Back in the day, you didn't have that. You had to go to your teacher and ask him like. What the fuck is up with this country? Now it's like you just type it in. You go to YouTube. You can see anything you want. The whole world. Everything's at your fingertips. You can learn as much as you want. Before it was like controlled by politicians, controlled by school, controlled by religion. All the information was controlled. Now with the internet, that's shattered all that old tradition. Not just just tradition, but doctrine that has held us in a box. That kept us doing stupid shit because we had to listen to people because they got the juice. And now that shit's gone. Now it's more individual. I feel like you can learn whatever you want. Like, I can go out and be like, fuck it, I'm going to try to start a skateboard brand, and, like, I have the technology to do it. I can can market it through social media, and that's free. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a revolution going on, not just in America, but everywhere. But I feel like America is an example still to the world. I feel like that very strongly. I I think that people are still watching America to see what we do as a whole, as a collective. And I think that we need to get rid of a lot of bullshit still. We're still fucking the politicians. Like, I was thinking about this the other day, too, Ben. Fucking politicians in government, Republicans, Democrats, all that bullshit. None of that actually does anything. It's a a big game. It's It's a a big big fucking game. It is. They don't actually change anything, dude. They don't. We have to take it back to the individual in states, in cities. That's why I keep saying, like, in Taunton... People need to start seeing, like, the value of where they live and start building that motherfucker up. Taunton could be a fucking city of fucking kings. Like, New Bedford is trying to do that, I feel. Like, people see their self-worth and see, like, entrepreneurial spirit and finding good in things that, like, like looking at the silver lining in things and starting there, you know? And then start chipping away and see if it's really silver, you know? And then, like, you never know what you polish out, you know what I mean? So... I feel like we need to take it back to that. Fuck all the politicians. Fuck all them bullshit. All them passing laws and just like fuck all that shit. And just as individuals have a personal revolution and take 
value our, our spots. If you think about it, it's like, because the central government is so big, if we brought it back to, like, our own city, you know, and, like, we did stuff for ourselves here, we'd value it so much higher, and then we'd want it to prosper here. And yeah. we wouldn't need someone with a higher power. And, and, and I think we wouldn't have to get government, get rid of government to do that. Government can play its role. Yeah, it can do so much smaller. Government, though. yeah, government, we don't need government to tell us whether we can have, whether we can be gay or sh- or straight. We don't need them to tell us fucking all this shit about our personal lives. We don't yeah. need religion to do that. We don't need. They can all play their role. Government can help us with fucking um, opening up uh, fucking like healthcare centers yeah. and YMCA. Like open up cool shit to help the people. You know what I mean? We can decide all our personal shit. Like exactly. You know what I mean? Like let us do all that shit and just give us our response. Like let us take some of the responsibility from the government. Like yeah, individualism is like one of the best ways. Like self governing. We don't need – the government tries too much to take over too much, and that goes back to what you were saying before about people being lazy and sheep-like. And people don't – the people like being told what to do. They would rather have that government figure. But guess guess what? But guess what? This is the revolution we need to have because if we don't have it, then we're going to die. Our resources are going to be gone, and this world's going to be gone. If people don't start waking it up. I think that's where You're a pessimistic? You're over it? You oh, think we're done? I mean, I mean, I'm I'm fucking happy. I like my life. I'm happy with my homies and everything. But for the rest of you human race people, I have no faith in you, man. <laughs> for real. But just like how you were just saying, like how you said we're gonna have this our uh, revolution or awakening. So have you and personal revolution? Yeah, yeah, personal one. So right, so your personal revolution and like how you said, how it's crazy. We don't have this. We don't have this puppet master. Only the TV. Now we have. <clears throat> All these answers. We can go online. We can find answers. We can, Freedom of information. We can have a college degree from online if you wanted to look up all the questions and all the answers that you wanted, right? Yeah. But instead, these kids, like we say, like sheep or robots or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. They use they use this technology instead of downfall because we're on our phones, we're on our iPhones, we're on our laptops. But are we looking on how to build ourselves as a better person or learn something new, or are we, you know? going on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and just looking at or are we looking at celebrities are we are we paying attention to Paul Walker's death well what you what you I agree I agree what you're saying is are we going to let the technology use us or are we going to yeah, use the technology yeah. and a lot of times it it's, using, it's using us you see it all the time even people you know without saying any names people fucking even quit skateboarding for video games or never mind quit an ill ass job or lose an ill ass job or anything over video games you know, it's a personal thing that, you know, that's fucking crazy. You know what's crazy? What could happen is they're going to, video games are going to become way more relevant, like yeah. virtual reality and shit, and, and they're going to be way ahead of the... life, you just, if you, <laughs> you might die in your life, hopefully. But that's why, that's why I say, with like, when Austin Tonight was like, oh, I want to listen in and learn about a podcast, and I was like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, the more people doing a podcast spreading information and ideas, the faster the revolution comes. I listen to podcasts all day. I listen, I watch art, art shows, I watch like... Uh, movies and shit that express like life and new ideas and shit and it just inspires and then i try to put it out there we're we're what we're start what we're starting to do as a country is we're getting back to a creative based uh uh economy if you want if that's the lack of a better word is that like we need to start putting out information you know what i mean like good positive information everyone on their own and like even if you're just an individual you can make a huge difference like you see with my brand all i need like you know what it represents the name in itself is a simple all i need you know what i mean i feel like the revolution is the maturity in america is going from we we always had these dreams like i want a million dollars who doesn't have that dream 
Tell me you know someone who doesn't say, I want a million dollars. And who, who tell me someone from America who doesn't think they can do it and don't think they deserve it. You can't. No, Everybody. That's been the rhetoric that was taught to true. us. You deserve a million. You can earn it. You can do whatever the fuck you want. To get it, yeah. The and truth is, you don't need a fucking million. You don't. What you need is health care. What you need is friends and family. What you need is passion and love. That's what you need. All I need. You know what I'm saying? Not what you want. That's what our mentality was. And this is what I'm talking about, the personal revolution. If we spread it faster, if you do a podcast or you do a podcast or you put out art that reflects that message, if you start a brand that reflects that message, or even if you just skate and talk to people on a personal level and influence little kids around you and tell them what they need or not tell them what they need but tell them like – What's important in life? Teach them. Give them the leg up. Parents neglect kids all fucking day. I see them all day at the skate park. That's why I try to talk to them. Every time they speak up and I'm like, whoa, you're misguided. I don't say it like that, but I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, like there's other possibilities. You don't have to think like that. Like have a lot of different options, you know. But anyways, sorry. Hold on. Before I – I just want to finish it up. I feel like the new way of thinking is more about what you need than what you want. And I feel like that needs to spread faster because – if you realize what you need, you'll live such a happy life because you'll work hard to have what you need. And what you need is just the bare minimum to be happy. That, that's exactly that point. I, I sat down with Austin today. We went out. We had breakfast. And he said that exact same thing to me today. He said it's the little things that are going to make you happy. He said a family, love, friends, and that little community around you is what's going to make you happy. It's not even the big things. And, and the thing is, the thing is, like when I, when I talk this way to people, especially someone who's super ambitious and is like, I want a million dollars. They think I'm saying you're not going to get a million dollars, or they think I'm saying don't strive for no, it. yeah, strive don't for strive the for the biggest shit. You need to strive I, for I, it. You should. You should always like. But I'm telling you right now, just like in skating, you progress so fast when you're just having fun and you're surrounded by healthy, happy people, and you know what you want in life or what you need in life, not what you want, but what you need in life. You progress so much faster because your mind's clear. You're not stressing over like. Goals and shit that you expected to reach that you didn't yet. So it's the same in life. It's like if you know what you need in life, you're going to perfect your craft that much faster because you have no bullshit in your life. You don't have any expectations that you're not living up to. You don't have any fear. You're just happy and and indulging in what you love. And nowadays with the internet, it's a free fucking market. So if you excel at something and you love it and you have a little bit of dough because you don't spend your money on stupid shit – you could actually potentially build something that you could live off of that you love to do, like a skateboard brand or like fucking whatever, a fucking antique shop or a skateboard shop or a burrito shop or whatever. If you have ambition and, and drive and like uh, you're healthy minded, like yeah, you can do whatever the hell you want. To do. America's course, still like that, of course, but then like you know. Not everyone does. It's yeah, the it's, dysfunction. It's, that's because it's the dysfunction, though. I'm telling you. It's all in our way of thinking. And that's why I named my brand All I Need because it's very to the point. And I feel like it's ahead of its time. And I feel like as people start to realize that everything's shrinking as far as materials and shit, you're going to go, okay, I, you know, I don't need the bends anymore. <laughs> I, I just need transportation. Yeah. You know, Because you know, the bends is – I don't need the Hummer. It's poison in the earth. I want the Hummer. I don't fucking need it. What I really need is a reliable car that can get me somewhere so I can see my friends and I can start my little job that's you know, I have a little shop downtown that I like want to go to and talk with my friends and sell this cool product that I perfected because I'm really good at making bracelets. Yeah. And then people want to buy them because they're handmade and custom and special, you know what I mean? They're willing to shell out 20 bucks. So you know what I mean? Like 
I, I, all I need. Dude. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for all the plugs, but like I, I tell people this all the time, and I feel like it's a little ahead of its time. I feel like the transition just hasn't hit yet. But it's coming. I can feel it. I can feel people like rethinking and reassessing their lives and what they need and their principles and shit. I got to piss. But uh, this is a good podcast. Um, but I got to piss. And we got the pizza party at, at Edge yeah, with yeah. Jay. And I got to go do that. So did we touch everything that we were going to talk about? Was there something that I was like... Yeah, we're, we're good. We killed it? We yeah. killed it. We talked... Fuck good. it. Hey, you guys want to do this again, though? Yeah, we got yeah. it. You down? Something, but we got to... Next time we do it, we got to try to stay on the topic. Yeah, no, I like changing. I like changing no, a lot. No, I'm changing too, but like have a nice broad topic. And yeah. Like, we're going to do hip-hop music. We just talked about the world. So but we covered the yeah, world. We covered the world. We covered hip-hop. We covered like everything. No, it's a good everything. talk. It's a good talk, but like maybe we should take some of these like examples of these branches that we talked about and go into Yeah, depth, go you know? deeper. Yeah. It'd be good. It'd be good to have Ramsey here too. Next yeah, time we can do Ramsey. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Ben. I love you. <laughs> love you too, Buck. Yeah. All right, I'm going to piss. Hey, oh, yeah, before I go, man, um, if you want to reach out to Buckley, if he wants you to. No, nah, I don't want him to. All right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say no. Uh, do you want to plug your social media? Lil Buck, L-I-L Buck, B-U-C-K, 994. And that's on? Uh, Instagram. Okay, is same, that your? Same with Twitter. Yeah, Lil Buck, 994. You're, you're heavy on Twitter, though. Yeah, a little bit on Twitter. I see you up there. So it's the same as Twitter? Same as Twitter. LilBug994. Anyone out there that's on Twitter land, talk some shit to Buckley on there. Yeah, just I write a some. lot of, yeah. Yeah, some anything. Good Nas lyrics, so they'll be on there. Share some hip-hop with Buckley. Some <laughs> good-ass hip-hop with Buckley on Twitter. Ben, what do you want? You got anything you want anyone to talk to you? You over it? I'm all set. That's all. Hey. That's Thank fine. you. <laughs> Thank Hell you, Shetler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And, and uh, like I said, man, we need all your help with all I need because we're going to start making decks, man. It's scary. It's exciting. Um, it's always been a dream of mine. I've taken, I've been skating for other brands for so long, helping build their brands. I've learned a lot from that. I learned a lot of like what to do and what not to do. I've had a lot of help. And uh, it's just a natural progression. It honestly feels like the perfect time. I, took, I saved money from World Industries, and I put it in my back pocket because I knew I wanted to do this. And uh, now I have the dough to start it and get the boards out there. And I'm just super proud of everything with all I need. And we have a great crew of people like Ramsey and Goonan and Billy and McCoy and even the young dudes like Jacob and Russell and just fucking everyone, Ryan Adelman, like – and, and these are just the team dudes. Like, all I need encompasses everyone in this whole – and it, I have all I need friends, all I need homies, and all I need crew out in California, Florida, like, all over, dude. If you if you think like we do and you love skateboarding like we do, you're part of it. You know what I mean? So the more people that help us and, – and if you have a skate shop, we would love for you to carry our boards if you think like we do and you feel like we do, which, which if you own a skate shop, most likely you do because you love skateboarding like us, for real. And, uh, you know – all I need army. All I need army, dude, for real. So we need all the help we can get, man. We just want to take it one one step at a time, go slow, build a foundation, and have something that we're all proud of and that we can all share and we can create awesome skateboard videos and do awesome tours and create awesome fucking graphics and t-shirts and hats and like like collab with artists and like just be creative and have fun and just see where it takes us you never fucking know man it's a lot of people's dream to be skateboarders and and, and i'm fortunate enough that i can start making a, a team and like 
just have artists work with us, like the foot plant tea. Like Paul Paul uh, Francis Lambert did a tea for us, and he's his his passions art and skating, and he is able to see his art on people are wearing his art on our all, all I need yeah. T-shirts. You know what I mean? Like how fucking sick is that? And like I'm gonna be so honored when we get the first <laughs> boards out there and someone skating our boards. Like that's gonna trip me out, man. Um, but yeah, we're dreaming big, man, and we're happy, healthy-minded people, and all I need is the shit, and you guys are too. We love you. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and uh, you can reach All I Need on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at All I Need Skate, and if you want to talk to me or anything, man, you guys can reach me at Anthony Shetler on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Love you. Bye.